0: Welcome to the Spurs News Podcast, your
1: home for all things Tottenham Hotspur. Now, here are your hosts. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of the Spurs News Podcast. I am Sam. Joining me, as always, my partner in crime, it's Matt.
0: Hey, Sam. Mate, I'm feeling so sorry for you. I really am.
1: Oh, don't. I really don't you, you don't do that. I mean, oh. <laughs> no,
0: listen. right, it's I've I've, it's meant For me personally, and I think it's becoming more prevalent in society anyway. But mental health is so important, obviously, isn't it? And I I've come to the conclusion. I right, and and this is why I'm, I don't know if I'm gonna distance myself yet, but. With Spurs and with football, your 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 happiness is yeah. completely and utterly out of your control. There's nothing you can do yeah. when it comes to it, right? So, most like you can you can affect things, can't you? You can um, uh, change things in your life to make you happier, but unfortunately, with football, you. you I mean, I, I can I can you can if you're at the game, you can maybe start a chant or something, but that's about all yeah. you're gonna do to affect that game, right? And your 40th birthday. He's yeah. basically gonna go dependent on what happens on Sunday, mate. Yeah. It's,
1: so for I don't, for, for anyone who didn't fire. know, as Matt is enjoying this this moment, <laughs> I turned forty this Sunday. The game wasn't supposed to be on the Sunday. <laughs> oh, mate, the bastards it moved it. <laughs> it's not the first time either. Oh god. So a North London Derby on my fortieth birthday. Is not how I want to spend my day. I gotta be honest with you as well. I genuinely am considering not watching it.
0: Oh mate, it's, it's either going to be the most the best fortieth of or in in fortieth history, or it's going to be the worst. Yeah,
1: like. yeah. yeah. <laughs> now there, there's there's two factors to this. One is my daughter wants to go out for a meal, and to be honest with you, what she wants, she tends to get. Mm. But two. Is the honest to goodness fact that I, I'm not. Sure. I never enjoy a North London derby, even when we've won. I I endure them. Like the last North London derby at our ground last season, we beat them three 0 I think it was it's
0: insane. It was comfortable. From the atmosphere yeah.
1: was incredible. We mauled them. That like, <laughs> yeah. it felt the nicest, the best victory over them ever. And yet, even with mauling them three nil up the crowd all over them them looking shell-shocked i still had in the pit of my stomach even where stan put three past us in 10 minutes they could do it they yeah. could do it they could do it i i am a wreck i am awful why do i want to do that on my birthday oh,
0: mate Uh do you know do you know what uh, seb seb doesn't want to go he's like it's, it isn't, it's an endurance test isn't it because if yeah. it's it's so it's so kind of one what a draw will be, you know, obviously take a draw out of the equation but a win or a loss has it's so extreme isn't it like yeah. a win is like this is just the most amazing day of my entire life a draw a, a defeat and you're like i just want to go and hide under something for the next two or three hours and yeah. to cry the whole time
1: it's awful and, and i hope everyone listening kind of understands where i'm coming from with this and Look, you're a listener of the podcast. You, you, you know us. If you're a first time listener, you don't. You're thinking, "God, who's this asshole?" Don't even want to. Don't even want to watch the North London derby. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but what? Um, I, I'm hoping people kind of resonate with that, where it's just like I vast majority of games I can watch, win, lose, or draw, and I'm, you know I'm grumpy or whatever. But then I shake it off. The North London derby is different. I don't shake that off. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like. I, I, I really struggle with it, and I've got a lot of Gooner friends who are really going to enjoy wishing me happy birthday. You know, oh. like, like these bastards ring me once a year, maybe, and they'll be all over me. <laughs> you and, know, and
0: also, as well, it just if they win, then they mm. go clear at the top. It's just it would be hell, wouldn't it? It would just be utter you know? hell.
1: It's not not just not just clear. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't. I can. It's like every year it feels like there's a lot riding on it. You know what I mean? Like last year the top four, it was a lot riding on that. Every single time we play them uh, since Pochettino brought us back into some sort of contention, it's felt like every North London Derby has had a real something riding on it. And and this one is like we beat them we then filled the under-14s third team against Man City twice. Yeah. We literally deny them the title. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Now, now, I know everyone's saying, oh, we beat them and we beat Man City twice. We're back in it. Uh, whatever. Right. Well, I want to deny them the title, yeah, <laughs> okay? Yeah. I, I, watching them win titles and trophies every single year whilst I was at school was hell. To go back to that, to go back to them winning the league it it hurts me matt (laughs) it literally causes me pain it causes me pain just thinking about it so i um yeah i I would very much like to to beat them beat them well have our crowd maul them again to the point that they're shell-shocked and all over the place like last year and and somehow cause their downturn but I, I, you know maybe gonna, I'm being really negative but I just don't see it no do
0: you know what's going to help and uh, you know what I'm like I'm always just trying to find different
1: alcohol alcohol
0: oh yeah. right no, because, sorry, yeah, no yeah, no alcohol. that was exactly where I was going because um, like normally they these North London derbies I know they're like la- actually thinking about it the last one was an evening one it wasn't was, it it
1: was evening it was special but, mate.
0: but that's but half four is still it's still early evening so yeah. you've got fans hopefully they've been down a pub all day you know they're, they're, the pubs are open I at think, 10 I they're think drinking I the atmosphere this is
1: going to be good I mean it needs to be I think the fans surely watched what happened last time and must be thinking we have to recreate mm. that but then at the same time Arsenal have experienced it now maybe they've learned from it I, I don't know. yeah do you
0: know do you know what I, I was having obviously because me and Seb were talking about it because it's you know it's, it's going to be something that's, that, that's going to dominate the weekend for us both yeah. especially going as well and look, I'm, I'm saying something that's obvious. I'm saying something that, that everyone who, who's, who's been a Spurs or Arsenal fan for over a few years knows this is the case. But but the, but form really does go out the window. You, you know, no,
1: you're right. You're it, right.
0: It, it it is it is a case of who's got the bigger balls uh, in in the game, and that that proved that it proved it at uh, the, the last game at our stadium because yeah. they just completely lost it they just once the first goal went in and they got the red card they was they they gone their heads had gone yeah. and and i think also we this is it's probably part of the reason why we always struggle at their stadium because we're not able to cope with the the atmosphere the the kind of the atmosphere they create at Their stadium, because I mean we've we've once we've won once there since their new stadiums open, which is a ridiculously poor record. So I, I I feel like having home advantage is good, but also we've got a lot of play, we've got a few fair few players who've been in a few North London derbies. Uh, you know, like of Dyer and Kane yeah, and Luis, well, yeah. you know, and, and they have, I guess, as well. But you know, you're looking at all these different factors, aren't you? You know, at the end of the day, I, I just think it's going to become down to who, who just wants it, like who's got the who's got the most courage. I don't think for, form matters because I was saying to Seb when you look, you know, you, I know you touched upon the the dark old days, yeah. but even then, I know we didn't tend to win as much, but we'd we'd still. Give them a good, you know, we'd be sort of floating around fifteenth, sixteenth yeah. in the table. they would be like only got to get two more wins to win the title,
1: yeah, and it, it a hell of a fight. yeah, we yeah. did
0: every time, you know, and so I, I'm just hoping that because we haven't been playing that well and they're obviously flying, that that doesn't yeah. come into account on on Sunday.
1: So, you know, you can go on like to these gambling websites. Um, gamble responsibly, everybody. Mm. And you can do, like, build a bet, like, where you create a scenario and stuff like that. Mm. I saw someone share on Twitter, and they built a bet, which was um, Romero to be booked, which I thought... Likely. Yeah, mm. that's that's decent. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's probably fair. Um, Kane to score two, which <laughs> we all know would mean he breaks Greaves' record. It's, it's, it's a Warrior the Rovers moment, isn't it? Right, right yeah 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 but then arsenal to win oh
0: <laughs> fair enough like what's the so odds so he's like
1: romero booked. i honestly honestly i can't remember the odds of it but he was he, he, i don't know how much he's putting down or anything but he was getting back a few hundred quid right okay so it was like yeah romero book, came to get two, but arsenal to win the game and i looked at it and went only a tottenham fan would make that bet and I looked and it was it was a Tottenham fan only a Tottenham fan could look at that and go Romero get booked of course he will Kane will get two of course he will but the whole thing I get friggin mired just like Lamella's Rabona against them you know like that, that goal it won the Puskas won, didn't it yeah. won a friggin Puskas award <laughs> and yet we lost we the game lost it. like it's like it's so infuriating <sighs> Someone on Twitter once described supporting Tottenham Hotspur as like getting a blowjob and punched in the nuts at the same time, yeah. and I, I still find that analogy to be the most accurate I've ever had about supporting this club.
0: But do you know, do you know what? Look, I, I know it's funny because it's, it's we, I know we've we've talked about it quite a lot, but it is perception, and and you know, mm. f- from the point of view of like you know where we are, we all think it's all sort of doom and gloom, but you know, we're still kind of in the Champions League and we're sort of floating around the top four. So things aren't, yeah. but I, I um, so on, on Facebook, I'm friends of a guy who's a diehard Charlton fan and oh, yeah. uh, he goes home and away. He's proper, proper good fan. You know, he goes to home <laughs> and away all the time and uh, he was putting, uh, he put a, a post on cause he was going to Old Trafford a couple of days or was it yesterday or whatever, it went, if it was the uh, Carol Cup quarter final. And uh, he said the last time he was, at, they lost three 0 But he took it as a positive because the last time they went to Old Trafford was the last time they was in the Premier League, and they lost four 0 So he said, "Well, I <laughs> feel like we've actually improved," you know. Yeah. But nice. he was he then he then listed like all the teams that all the places he's been to since they they got relegated and where they lost, and it's like places like yeah. Fleetwood and things like that. <laughs> yeah. And you know, you just think. Well, we we I feel like ungrate I feel like I'm ungrateful sometimes because I could be a Charlton fan, you know, and, and there's, there's yeah. fans all all clubs if you if you're a support of that club you're always gonna think your team's the one that's, you know, always doing badly and they're the unlucky ones. They almost I mean, look at Man United, how, how they must feel like how they were just Winning everything and now they're sort of, yeah. then they're, they're, they're. I mean, they might win a cup. Obviously, they're, they're close to winning the Carabao Cup, but I, I, I know I, I get it, and I, and I know where you're coming from with the kind of like how it always seems to be us, but I, I don't think we're we're as bad as we think we are when it comes to luck. I don't think.
1: Yeah
0: perspective mate it's all about perspective
1: yes yes it is about perspective you're right
0: <laughs> i'm trying to put a positive spin on it i'm just, yeah, do you know what i'm um, trying to get myself in this mind frame for sunday
1: i, I i'm sorry <laughs> i i appreciate that i'm i'm debbie downer I, I think i think i don't necessarily you know turning 40 see here's the funny thing turning 40 has never bothered me i know and a lot of people are like that ah, turning 30 didn't bother me the age that bothered me was 25 Now, the reason why is because about two days before my 25th birthday, someone flippantly went, oh, quarter of a century. And I went, what? He went, yeah, quarter of a century. That means if you live to 100, which is unlikely, you're a quarter of the way through your life. And that person said it flippantly and walked off, and I just went, holy shit.
0: Do you you know another thing? And I was a mess. Do you know another thing that's going to blow your mind now? So your um so what year was your born so if you're 40 that was what you 83 um,
1: 1983
0: 1983 right so uh if you if you go back 40 40 years so nah, I know
1: what you're about to do and I want you to shut up <laughs> I know exactly what you're about to do and you're not funny so you're, it's not you, big and it's not clear. Will you shut up you're the same you're distance you're the same it. distance when you were born it. to the if first second world, world war, II. war II. stop <laughs>
0: Ladies Listen, and gentlemen, th-
1: I'm very sorry the Spurs News podcast <laughs> has be interrupted due to one of the hosts having to slap the other one. And due to the distance, it's going to take me a couple of hours to get there.
0: Do, do you know what no. though? Do you know what though, Sam? It's it's ages. It, I tell you what, do you know what it makes me think of and. I'm hoping that we've got some people listening that are similar to us or probably older, you know. So the young says, this ain't for you, yeah. But
1: yeah.
0: You, me, me, and, me, me, Vicky and the kids, we've booked a, a holiday to Turkey this year in August for two weeks. Going ah, a...
1: what surgery are you having?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'll think about that later, yeah. Maybe get my teeth done. But yeah, yeah. We, we're going away for two weeks. Now, the last time I went on a two-week holiday... I think I was probably, I went with my parents. I mean, I don't, I've not been yeah. on one as an adult, I don't think. Now, when you go on a two week holiday and are you, I take it, you've been on, on a two week holiday before a fortnight's holiday.
1: <laughs> yeah. When I was like, a kid, when
0: you was a kid. yeah. <laughs> right. So the first two or three days you think I'm going to be here forever. Right? this is yeah. just I feel like I live here now like I'm also, why don't we just move all our stuff in and then you yeah. fl- click your fingers and you're like shit, I only got two days left right? yeah. and and I feel like this is what's happening with my age right because I'm gonna be 40 fucking four right apologies for the swearing I'm gonna be yeah. 44 in a couple of months 44 like yeah. when we did when we started our podcast Sam I think I was still in my 30s and I'm gonna be halfway to halfway to 50 half a decade to yeah. 50. look like, where is the time going do you know what I mean?
1: well and that's all from depression fm thank you all for listening <laughs> now, now the cold play hour wait, oh, it just man. goes too quick like, let's stop that, that, no we got we got to stop we got to stop. right we're going to go, go on, to fan we focus because i because if we don't i think i'm going to jump <laughs> genuinely oh, wait, I, I, and, and i don't live anywhere that's that high i'm just going to do my ankle in
0: <laughs> just very very right. quickly before um, you go any further and again yeah, i'm yeah. going off on a tangent so that's completely unrelated to football but yeah. I saw a thing come up on social media I don't know if you've seen it and it was this couple this, or not a couple these friends who must have been about in their 40s at least that broke yeah. into a water park did you see this? No. Right? So I, I don't watch, I mean, I'm never at home anyway, and even if I was at home in, during the day, I wouldn't put this morning on. But if you get a chance, Google, you can probably Google it, but if you put in yeah. water park clothes this morning, you know, with Phil and Holly, and basically this couple are on it and they're sitting in wheelchairs and they're basically, their, their, all their legs are gone, like their ankles have gone and their shin. Yeah. And what they did is they both got really drunk, broke into a water park, <sighs> went down the water slide, and at the bottom was this metal uh, uh, fence that had been put there because obviously it was closed. No. And and they just completely shattered <laughs> both of their legs. It's what, like, like, oh. what, the, what was you think? And then she's and she's on there going, "Well, everyone does something silly, and really they should have had it. Be- they should have it locked up. It's, it's their fault, really, you know, because they." No,
1: <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I know we live in a society that has to have the word hot written next to coffee.
0: Or don't drink on bleach bottles.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I know we live in that society. Do you know, for years now, I've argued the point that all of that should be taken away and just let natural selection take over.
0: Yeah, really. But anyway. Anyway, anyway, go on. Let's refocus.
1: Yeah, all right. Refocusing, (laughs) Uh, we are now going to the fan comments and questions.
0: Now it's time for your comments from our social media.
1: Don't have anything from Instagram. Do you know oh. what that means? Go on. No one on Instagram loves us anymore. So, uh,
0: no, I think what it is, I think Mountain Man's, his Wi-Fi's playing up. Uh, island yeah. brother, he's just, uh, he's having a few drinks and, he, and, and you know, a few rum, rum and cokes on his island and he's just forgotten about us, is not he?
1: Yeah, uh, we used to get comments from a guy called Rock Miamma Deus. Yeah, and he used to comment on a regular basis. And I made him his own thing, and he hasn't commented since oh. I made it. Do
0: you think? Do you think it's his protest about about your? About... I, I don't know. I just hope he's well. Maybe, maybe just listen well. to it. Thought that was that was that was shit. Like I'm yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to comment again now because I'm really infuriated about the little jingle you made me. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> <friggin'> Jesus! <laughs> About my sorry age. mate like, i'm actually oh. trying to distract you from your age sam that's what i'm trying to do this is,
1: this is, this is becoming very hurtful tonight
0: oh so, mate so listen your jingles quickly, are brilliant your jingles are brilliant sam you know they yeah, are
1: no no, it's, it's been said no matter you, you need to move off. <laughs> yeah i full named you as well right uh michael jasper hello sir question for sam oh, okay oh. as you have a soft spot you told you oh oh for the fa cup okay would you take us winning the cup in exchange for Arsenal winning the league? Oh, for fuck's sake, oh, God, oh, Michael. I've just used the analogy that I've for Tottenham was that getting a blowjob and punched in the nuts at the same time, and I would use that analogy for this question. <laughs> um, would I exchange us winning the cup? Do you know what? That would be what would happen, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like we finally win a trophy, like we finally lift the FA Cup. Yep. I would be over the moon. I would be in tears at the fact that I finally see Hugo Lloris, who's put everything into this club for a decade, lift the trophy for us. I would be over the moon knowing that Harry Kane has an FA Cup on his CV with Tottenham. I I, I would just be delighted for every single fan that we're back winning the FA Cup. That would be our ninth time winning it. All of a sudden, people would be like, bloody hell, Tottenham won it eight times before. Yes, football existed before the Premier League catch-up. Yeah. And and it it would feel amazing, but wouldn't that just be Tottenham that we did that the same season? Those bastards won the league. Oh, it just would, wouldn't it? It's like, oh, why, why? And Am- why we- ask me that? Why put that in the universe, Michael?
0: We could be Charlton fans. We could be Charlton fans. Just think of that. Come on, it's not that bad. Okay, all it's right. Not that bad. Um, <laughs>
1: Michael, I actually don't know. I, I honestly don't like because I think about what would I give to win the FA Cup. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to do that again. Like ninety one, one of my favourite memories. But then winning the league, I don't. They won the league in ninety one when we won it then.
0: Yeah, but you know what? Actually, you, now you say that, I didn't know that. So, or I probably might have done, but I wasn't yeah. that way. So maybe it won't be as bad as you think it will be.
1: Well, I only know it because we then played them in the Community Shield the next year. Uh, right. And it was the um, only, or the last time, if it finished in a draw, they shared it. Okay. So I've got this weird picture of Arsenal and Tottenham players all intermingled Ugh. with the League Trophy, the FA Cup, and the Community Shield.
0: Yeah, that's weird.
1: Yeah, it is weird.
0: Uncomfortable. <laughs>
1: Very uncomfortable. Uh, I, Michael, I'm sorry I can't answer it. I choose death, suicide. Yep, there we go. There you go. Do
0: you know talking about or, or
1: turning forty, which apparently <laughs> is the same thing? Sorry, Matt,
0: you were saying. I was going to say talking about being uncomfortable. I saw another. Mm-hmm. I saw another video. I can't remember what it was made, on Instagram or something. I think if you saw it, of Sol Campbell getting harassed by a Spurs fan, it was so funny. He's oh, like, God, God. You dude due to see you into... And the, and he's, he gets his security he guy. He, first of all, he goes over to him. Yeah. But do you know what? In my mind, I was thinking. I really hope. Like that happens to him all the time. Because yeah. I, I genuinely, if I saw him, I, I would just call him a judas to see you and see. I it, would
1: it's, it's interesting because there's so many things like in life, like there's there's certain celebrities and people that I think to myself, if I saw that person I'd want to hit them mm. because of the way they are and their persona. Like Piers Morgan, I genuinely don't think if that bloke was sanging off around me, I could restrain myself. No, I don't yeah. think I could. <laughs> Um, and so, like, I would deliberately like not ever put myself in that position. Like, if I became famous for something, I was invited to be interviewed by him, I'd say no. No, yeah, take it down. I, I'd just be like, Do you know what? No, because if he runs me the wrong way, I'm in jail. <laughs>
0: you know, I, I just
1: wouldn't. I, I did him. I'd be a national hero, yeah, but I'd in be in jail. Yeah. Um. So I, I look at that and I think that. I mean, Alan Titchmarsh, I'd just knock him out. <laughs> you that guy got used to that avoid me. Oh, I hate that son <laughs> of a bitch. I, and I can't tell you why, but I see his face and I get angry. <laughs> 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 do you think? Do you think I, if he I, wasn't called
0: Titchmarsh, you might
1: be a little have, less angry with him, mate? I, I have tried for years to work out what it is. There's something about the way he speaks, the way, he, and he just seems to show up everywhere. It's like the guy was a gardener, and here he is at the royal wedding. Like, yeah, fuck yeah. off! I don't know why are you there. Yeah, anyway, anyway, just yeah, he he needs to be up okay. <laughs> but so Campbell, it's an interesting one because he's actually a big guy.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. I often
1: think, to, and I often think to myself, like, would I, would I genuinely pick that fight with him, or like, would I genuinely, like, if I'm walking down, and he stood there with all his security and everything, would I say here? Yeah. And the answer is 100. percent Yeah, I, I, I take an ass kick in to tell him what I think of it.
0: Yeah, I, do, I, just, I just <laughs> want to just tell him not hate him. That's all, because I, I, like, I genuinely like he's the only person I can think of in the entire world that I hate, and yeah. I, and I'll all continue to hate for the rest of my life because yeah. of how much he hurt me you know yeah, like, and,
1: and, I've ta- and I've taught my child to hate Well, I want yeah. that to be passed on like sectarianism yeah, yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's just like I, and I just I feel like this, wait a minute this doesn't make me sound good no but yeah but, <laughs> I feel like I've just got this
0: desire to want yeah. him to know how much he's hated like, I don't want him yeah. to know I don't want him to think oh they're, they've forgotten well, about me now I want him to know I, how much we I hate personally
1: him. very much enjoyed his tweet where he claims oh, that he yeah. hasn't been given an OBE yes. or anything <laughs> because he's black. And there were replies in this tweet from Tottenham fans, which was obvious we were going to reply. There were replies for some gooners who worship him and whatever. But then there was replies just from people from all clubs, you can imagine. Hmm. Every football club in the sun, just basically calling him out saying... Maybe it's because you showed yourself to be an unloyal.
0: Prick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, loyalty is valued quite highly in the British Empire. Maybe, maybe yeah. it was because you proved yourself to be scum. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: anyway. did, you, did you see as well? And I, I understand what he what he was trying to say, but it didn't come out right. Did you see? He said as well um, something like, I'm one of the only, uh, I think he mentioned his race again. I, said, I think he said, like, one of the only black oh, players to score in a, a World, World Cup, Cup final. final.
1: Yeah. And then, like, he wasn't he even missed. Well,
0: I get you. Yeah. He, if he'd have put finals, then I'd yeah. understand that. But he put final, no, like, you know? Yeah, no,
1: yeah. <laughs> it was an obvious typo, but one we can all look at and go, you're a Yeah. <laughs> yeah um so tom perks also messaged in he says um happy new year to you both and happy birthday to sam oh thank you uh my question is what do you think will be a realistic points tally from the next five games they look hellishly tough so that's let me have a look. Because it's Man City twice, Arsenal once. And I think we've got Fulham. Fulham
0: we've got Fulham, yeah. So Man City. Two
1: are two are doing pretty well at the moment. Um so let's have a look then. So we got the Scum on Sunday, um, then Man City away, Fulham away, uh, Preston in the Cup, obviously that's the cup. And then Man City at home and Leicester away. <laughs> okay, so the league games, um three Six. I'm gonna say nine points. Yeah. I'd be, Where are they coming from? I'd be. Uh. I think we will. <laughs> will clearly be Arsenal. Oh, clearly,
0: yeah.
1: I genuinely think one of the games against Man City will win because somehow. We seem to get in their heads. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. we do it, <laughs> Yeah. but we do. We see ever since that VAR thing in the Champions League, we seem to have this thing over them. This way... hold. Yeah, the only the only downside is I watched them lose the Southampton without getting a shot on target. So they are due to batter somebody, yeah. and I'm kind of hoping it's whoever they play before us. Yeah, uh, Fulham, uh, Leicester away. Uh, I think we'll beat Fulham. But Leicester away, you know, you look at that and you go, Leicester been having a poor season. We're high, we're above them. That's that's Leicester winning all day long, isn't it? Mm.
0: Well, they were winning 2 one into the ninety-fourth minute, weren't they last season? <laughs> <didn't they?
1: laughs> yeah, we don't we don't have Burgoyne anymore. Yeah, unfortunately. unfortunately not, yeah. <laughs> it's all gone wrong. Emerson
0: Royal would do it instead.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So let's let's have a look. See. Uh, yeah nine do you agree with nine
0: okay so Arsenal three points yep yeah. um okay. I think we'll get a draw against City at home four points Fulham will beat that's seven they'll beat a Man City to their ground and then we'll beat Leicester so I'm saying ten points from those five games
1: yeah okay cool I hope you're right <laughs> yeah it'd be nice Uh, Ryan Miller says there are multiple rumours about PSG owners investing in Spurs. Is there any substance to this? If it's true and does happen, what would this mean for the club? Oh man. Uh, Let's circle back on that one. Let's finish with that one. Uh, Liam Dempsey says in what order would you rank the six summer sign-ins from best to worst? (laughs) Well that's very subjective, isn't it? Um, And
0: also as well, um, I think that it would be a good thing to rate later in the season because at the moment, for example, with <clears> I wouldn't rank him that high. But because he's been just so long, so so long, you know, like I, I feel it's, it's,
1: it's a difficult thing because Jed Spencer be rock bottom. But yeah, it's that's not his not fault. Me, is it? Yeah. It's not me thinking he's not good. It's not me. Uh, we haven't seen him.
0: Do Do you think right? I know. I, I, I don't know if I'm just completely plucking this out of nowhere, but yeah. I remember when Jed Spence signed and Conte made a big point of saying that it wasn't one of his signings and he it wasn't a play that he wanted.
1: And, ah, and I worry
0: yeah. that he's like, I'm just not playing because I didn't want it. No, this is my ego the, getting this,
1: this was, at the time, this was kind of a little bit misquoted and misreported. And I remember Alistair Gold of Football London clarified this. He, like, went, like, when they... The press conference was over and stuff. He dug into it a bit and did an article. So basically what he was saying was Jed Spence is a good club signing because he's a really fantastic young player who can develop. But Conte wants players who are ready now. Like if you want me to go and win the league, I can't be coaching kids to be good in two years. Mm. You need to sign me Perisic. Yeah, Perisic basically. yeah. 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 So what he was saying was, you need to give me this player. And his point was, that's the player he's looking for, and that's the profile he's asking the club for. But he understands the club has to look for now and also down the line. Perisic signed a two-year or three-year deal. I can't remember where I think it's two with an option. So they want Sessignon to be you know, the left-wing back for the future. As soon as, you know, when, per- when Perisic leaves, Cessin the man, and they want someone else to be coming through behind him. Mm. The squad building aspect of the job is doing is actually quite good, if these players develop the way we want them to. You've got to look at the other right-sided wing-back, Destiny Odogi. I can't pronounce his name, I'm sorry. When he joins us, I really hope they do one of those videos, you know, like, oh, this is how you say my name, because... At the moment, I've watched about five different games, five different commentary teams who've said his name five different ways, and I'm like, "Oh, come on!" Well,
0: there's a song going along around as well, because during the transfer window, how much is the doggy in the window?
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. How much is the doggy in the window? I mean, yeah, if he comes over and he's a success, can you imagine that the fans like making up, like, here's our doggy in a window, and him looking around like, what? <laughs> yeah, we're talking, do you know, uh, I don't know if he's having a cracking yeah, season. I was going like, to say he that, yeah. Is, he is really playing, yeah, he, he was injured, and then he came back like he hadn't missed a beat, and the kid just straight with assists and key passes, Wicked. and um, he got man of the match the other day, like his second game back, Come and on. so he is again coming in and now you've got there at the moment, you've got Emerson Royal, Matt Doherty. Both of them really haven't done it. No. So both of them really need to go. Um Jed, I think Conte believes needs loan. I, I think he's kind of the opinion. You've got all this raw ability, but you need to play games, but I don't think you're ready for me mm. right now. Yeah. Depending on how that's being communicated will greatly depend on how the player feels. Of course um but destiny over in Italy, i mean he's i mean he genuinely looks amazing um which is is phenomenal and you know we've been able to secure him already so um the ranking the, rank the signings I, I find it difficult because of the criteria like if i'm going to rank these players based on what i've seen i'd put papamatasor quite high up
0: yeah he had a good game against pool but he's had,
1: he's had like three games mm. so is that fair you know so it's... It's, it's kind of difficult. Um. So, I, I'm sorry, I'm not sidetracking that question. I will happily, at the end of the season, do a part of our season finale where we go through every sign-in, summer and January, and we rate them, the impact they've had and stuff. But I, I, I kind of feel like at the moment, it's, it's odd. And it's an odd season anyway because of the stupid World Cup. Being yeah, it. sure. It feels a long time ago It mate. does, doesn't it? Yeah, it's mad. Um, Jay Keats says, okay, the big question is why is Conte still here? Everyone's blaming Enoch and Levy, but the fact is Conte green lights and tells them who he wants. Hmm.
0: Well, we've just had the Jed Spencers ev- as evidence that. <laughs> yeah.
1: And 90% of the time he gets what he wants. And Conte that picks the team. I. Yeah, Jay, I don't overly agree with you. Um. Conte does pick the team. He does pick the tactics. And if you look at us on occasion not playing well, I, I do feel that he does have questions to answer with that, definitely.
0: It's it's, tri- it's tricky for me because I, I it's, it's for me, his, reputa- his reputation and what he's done in the past, maybe clouds my judgment, uh, you, you know, yeah. so I'm kind of like, I, I just know that he's got the pedigree. I know he has because he's he's proven it. He's not just talk to talk. He's walk yeah. to walk. But I feel I one thing is frustrating, and, and it, it's funny because when you when you're a fan and you're watching, you're like, why are you doing this? And you think this guy's getting paid millions, he's won everything, like everywhere has gone. Yeah. So and he's me sitting in my armchair, like you know. I know but, yeah. but I just find the lack of substitute sometimes just does my head in. Like you can yeah. clearly see something needs to change, and you need to fresh. You need to get some fresh legs on or change. Yeah. And he doesn't do it, and I, I don't. Understand why, but the, other, the, the the opposing team have like made three or four subs and he's not yeah. done any. And he's like, No, what, what am I missing? Why is he not seeing what, what I'm seeing? There,
1: there's different, I mean, there's all sorts of debates around that, and you're never going to get a final, final answer from it. But I remember I, I had that with Pochettino a little bit. Like, the Pochettino, sometimes I'd be like, This is nuts, like, you, you're we're not doing well, why don't we change it? Why don't we do something? And then it'd feel like, oh great, we're making a change now, it's too bloody late, you know. this this has happened. And I'd feel like managers would tactically outdo him sometimes, and, and it'd frustrate me. But the thing that, he wrote about this in his book, and there was a few articles written as well after he'd left us, about the fact that although we as fans look at the players of what they do in the 10 minutes they come on as a cameo sometimes as being really good, the coach works with them every single day, talks to them every single day, and it is a workplace. Yeah. So if you've got a bench of people who quite frankly you don't trust, you don't trust them to come on and make a difference, you don't trust that if you give them an instruction they're going to follow it, you're not going to bring them on. Mm. And the players that you do trust, and even if they're not at the same level, but you do trust to say, look, I need you to come on, and this is what I need you to do. And you know, to the best of their ability, they're going to do it. Then you're going to bring them on.
0: Yeah, of course, yeah.
1: And it's Emerson Royale, I think, is someone that clearly, Conte, although he doesn't have the ability to do it to the level Conte wants him to, he at least knows, if I tell him to come on and track that person, or do this, do that, he will try. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if I tell someone to come on and do this like another player and not mention any names of this, but why say this to another player? And they're just going to be like, okay, but when they get on the pitch, they'll think, Oh, I know better and yeah. go wandering off. He is a coach similar to Pochicino in this way and similar to Pep Guardiola who have got a system and you fit in the system and I will coach you to my system and it will work. 99% of the time we will dominate and we will win when we don't, we Just carry on because it's an anomaly. And if you put the world's best players into these systems, it works. Look at Man City, it works. Pochettino coaches players to get to that level, and it, and it works. But you know, he, he, you know, PSG, he did win stuff. I know people are like, oh, it's only in France, but he did win stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Conte, every club he's been at, he has done it. Um, what did you think to the Sky Sports news reporter this week saying um, he believes Conte won't leave Tottenham until he's at least won one trophy?
0: I feel like they not, they're not trolling us with that. Con- with that con- yeah, <laughs> I,
1: th- I, I thought it was a bit mean. I saw, do you know Conte. what? When you
0: when you posted that, I was thinking that's got to come from a parody account because I feel like that's a proper trolling comment. Oh,
1: no, 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 yeah. that, that was a that was a real quote. Wow. Um, okay, so going back to Ryan Miller, um, have you read much about this?
0: What's this?
1: The PSG owners want. Oh, to so yeah. Do you know
0: what? <laughs> I completely forgot that's what the question was about. Yeah. yeah. Do, do, do you know what? So I no. I I've, I've heard. Of, I've heard of it. Heard about it. Yeah. And Seb keeps asking me, "What do you know? What do you know, Dad?" Because he's desperate. You know. Because he he knows that these guys money. get involved. Yeah, yeah. And suddenly we've got money in the club. And and. As, as proved with teams like Manchester City, and Newcastle. I'm yeah. not so much Newcastle yet, but I'm sure we'll see that in, the, in yeah, a few I years. Will, yeah. they're, they're not they're not in it for an investment like you know, and these are these are, they just got money coming out of their ears, and they just I want to spend it, you know. So
1: they, it is uh, to be to be blunt, it's sport washing. It is money from regimes and areas and from activities that we in our civilization deem not acceptable mm. um, and mm. but what they do is they invest around the world in sports and everything like that and try and create a new narrative
0: yeah legitimize the money yeah
1: and legitimize the money yeah. right for that reason so so let's just do deal with that first like with the Qatar World Cup, I would find it very, very... Like, and look, don't get me wrong, and people can have a pop at me about this, I did watch the World Cup. I thought some of the games were excellent and stuff. I found what Qatar did, the fact they got it, etc. I, I blame FIFA, right, for all of that. I think the whole thing was stupid. Should never have gone there. Don't agree with it, but it's happened, it's done, history moved on. I, I would feel very uneasy about this particular where that money comes from. On the flip side, I also am becoming more and more painfully aware without significant investment there is no competitiveness. Now Enoch, our owners, have the money to do it, but they don't have the inclination. That's not them. Mm. We've discussed it to death. We don't we don't need to cover that again. Someone like this They want to invest to win stuff because they want the profile. Because like I just said, sport washing. They want to be seen with like stood next to Lionel Messi in Salt Bay, whatever the hell that is, (laughs) next to the World Cup. They want to be seen, you know, next to the Champions League trophy. Hey, look, look at what our team did. Look, you know, they want to be seen doing that. Now they bought PSG, have elevated PSG to be, a team that's a force, but at the same time, they've not been able to get over that hurdle of PSG can play Champions League and look amazing. But then when they come up against a team who's solid, defensively sound, they come unstuck. Did you see regardless of who their manager No, oh,
0: of course. Did you, did you see what their, uh, I heard it on the radio yesterday, what their wage bill was for last year? No.
1: 660 million. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> it's insane, isn't it? For one year. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um,
1: But the point is, they want to diversify. And this is a well-known thing. They want to diversify. What that means is, they cannot own another football club in Europe. They, They can't, because they own PSG. They don't want to sell PSG, but what they want to do is they want to buy shares in another club. And by doing that, they won't have ownership or anything like that, but they'll just be investors. And they had a meeting with Daniel Levy. Now, the club have denied it. They've said, nope. This is not what's happening at all. Daniel Levy simply knows them. And whenever they're in London, they get together. A couple of reporters who I trust very well have said, yes, yeah, that is what the meme was about. And, the you know, it was, uh, yeah, of course they caught up. And they do know each other. They're friends and they talked. But that was very much on the agenda. However, it is so preliminary. It is so kind of like, hey, would you sell us 25% if we whacked this much money in? And Enoch probably went, "Mm, double it. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it's Daniel Levy, isn't it? Uh, Double it. And I'll also throw in a Jermaine Genus bobblehead doll. Come come on. on. (laughs) Um, So you also got to remember that Liverpool are literally for sale at the moment. Manchester United are literally for sale at the moment. So, these people, though they can't buy them because they can't own them, they could easily put part of money into a fund. So, just to show you how strange these things are, this investment group owned PSG outright. They could fund uh, Eric Cantona Investment Group to buy Man United. Eric Cantona is the owner of Man United, they've paid for it. <laughs> so, you know. If they're looking at Tottenham, they're probably just looking around, looking around at all the options. If they have got a working relationship with Daniel Levy, which lots of people claim, then it would make sense for them to sit down with him and talk to him. Um, Daniel Levy and Enix's end goal will always be to sell Tottenham to realise their investment. When they do it, they'll want to do it when we're right on the up. So they'll be hoping that Conte can bring in some glory have us challenging for titles again, maybe lift a trophy, and then they want to go rights on the market. Because they'll want all these investors around the world to look at that and go, oh, there's the team. They're not at the top yet, but they're about to be, and this is the time to buy them.
0: Also, what they've got as well as a golden goose is like, you know, you you, you buy our club and you can put whatever name you want on that stadium.
1: Which is a funny thing, isn't it? Because the fact that naming rights has still not been done completely points to the fact that it is included in any kind of sales deal Mm. or any kind of investment deal because you could look at that because that was why the sleeve sponsor never got done for so long because the club were trying to package all of that together is like look you come in you get the naming rights you get the sleeves we're trying to do this big deal and then when they realise that, look, you know, the world isn't in a place because of pandemics and stuff, however, we have got companies knocking on our door for the sleeve, we'll, we'll do that deal separate then. Um, and then, now we cinch, just like the England cricket team cinch. And Crystal um, Palace. Yeah, like everybody, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the new gamble. Um, so, yeah. I, uh, I, uh, so, the honest answer is, yes, there was a meeting, no, I don't think he's sent imminent. I don't think all of a sudden Conte is gonna turn around and go, "Ha ha, bitches! I got four hundred million in the bank. Buy me, everyone." If only. <clears throat> yeah, if only. Um. Yeah, and. Even if we did, we'd still try and sign people on installments over 400 years.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. Like, oh, no. I want the interest from the bank balance. <laughs>
0: um,
1: an interesting thing about uh, transfer rumours. Pedro Porro from Sporting Lisbon. I've seen this a lot. like A lot of people having this argument and debate, whether it's on Twitter or on Facebook. So, I just want to kind of say this because I think a lot of people aren't realising what the issue is. The guy's got a release clause everyone's just going, we'll pay it. Just pay it. Just pay the release clause. If you want to sign in, pay it. The way transfers work is nobody other than the uber rich pay it up front. And even the uber rich, unless it's a buyout clause, they do installments. They do it like, okay, we've agreed a transfer of 30 million and it's going to be split over the length of the contract the player signed with us. It's going to be this much every six months. And that's how every club does it on the planet. Except release clauses have to be a lump sum, because you have to deposit it with them, with like a a separate, uh, like escrow account, and then the solicitor will inform the club the release clause has been activated by for this player, and then the player can then go and talk to us and you know agree a transfer, and then it's done. Mm. Like the club can't get involved; it's they're out of it then. Mm. But it has to be a lump sum. So if you're a club that doesn't want to sell a player and Portugal and Spain, by law, they have to have release clauses, but you don't want to sell them. Of course, you're just going to say, well, look, he's got a release clause, pay it or we don't sell. It's that simple. It is that simple to them. And they're right. They're not doing anything wrong at all. But the reason why Tottenham aren't just handing over all that money is because that would literally be it. Like, we wouldn't have the cash reserves then to do any other business this month. Because the way it works is, like, if I'm signing a player for 20, 30 million, I'm putting down 5 million, and then it's installments. Yeah. But if we blow the 40-odd million that we've got straight into that one player, you've got nothing else to do anything else. And I think this window, we need to be adding two players minimum, personally.
0: Yeah, I agree. So
1: if it gets late in the window and all our other opportunities have gone, then there's a very real possibility that we just go, hmm, pay the release clause. Yeah. yeah. Like, then then that's it. And then it's done. The guy arrives, does this, and, and we move on. Now, you could argue, oh, big club mentality, big club mentality just goes and does it. Actually, everyone think about it for a moment. Think about the last time you actually saw a transfer where the release clause was activated. Anyone? (laughs) Doesn't happen that often at all, does it? No. The biggest one was Neymar. The biggest one was Neymar when PSG went in and threw down the 420 million euros, which Barcelona clearly thought, well, no one's ever going to activate that. And PSG went, "Hmm, hold my beer, mate. Oh, actually, hold my croissant. (laughs) And and boom, yeah, it still still boggles my mind that they were allowed to do it, but they were But that's, that's my point. You don't see it often because clubs want to structure a deal. So what Tottenham are trying to do is say to Sporting, well, can we structure a deal? Now, there is negotiations because we also... Marcus Edwards is there. And we own 50% of Marcus Edwards. We as a club are interested in him potentially coming back. We're letting Lucas Moura leave at the end of the season, and our interest is for the summer, not for now. Now, he would be a perfect replacement. Perfect. Homegrown, knows the club inside out, Will be coming back to England. He's now got Champions League first-team experience. Perfect replacement, 23, turning 24 this year, years old. In his about to go into his prime,
0: when you say homegrown as well, he was literally born in Enfield, so you can literally born in Enfield, yeah, <laughs> like,
1: like literally this, this, this kid. Now, there's a lot of factors to that uh, involving his family and how he left the club, lots of factors in that. But the fact is, we did kind of build some bridges again when we allowed him to go for his transfer to Sporting because we could have cashed in the 50% then, but it would have collapsed the deal because the club he was at needed the money. And they were like, oh, no, because if Tottenham take their 50%, we're not getting enough. So we went, all right, move our clause. If Sporting agreed to it, move our clause with him. Mm-hmm. And that enabled the deal to go through. Edwards, camp were very happy. But it does give us a negotiating point now. You know, there are reasons to be having talks. So could that transfer happen? Yes, absolutely. Does it have to be the release clause? No, uh, But that's why it's not a simple, just pay the release clause. It's not that easy. No one really does it. Yeah, It's not as simple as that. And if you've got that kind of money, like if we had, uh, you know, we had this investment and that investment came in and they were like, here's 200 million purely for transfers. The bloke could already be at the club. Yeah. Because you then still have 150 million to mess about with and do countless deals but that one would just be done because it's like, bang, thank you, off you go. <laughs> and, and But we don't. And and really, no one does. Mm. Except for PSG and <laughs> maybe Newcastle. <laughs> Possibly Man City. <sighs> Depressing, isn't it? <laughs> also, by the way, how in the hell did Chelsea find two owners in their lifetime who were batshit crazy for spending money yeah. on football clubs? Like, I genuinely, when Roman, like, all of that was happening, I was so happy. I was like, finally, that club is going back in the mud where they freaking deserve to be. Like, their fan base is freaking racist, awful, horrible people. The club is, like, uh, sport-washed to the max, you know, like, awful. And I was so happy... And then they announced this bloke's buying them, and then they said part of the condition of the sale is he had to prove he had the money to invest in the team. And I'm thinking, well, that's one window, isn't it? You know, that's one window. Oh, no, this lunatic's throwing money around like you wouldn't believe. He's just signed a player on loan for six months. All in, it's costing him 18 million quid. Jesus, for a loan. For a loan. That's the loan fee plus the guy's wages, which they're paying 100% of for six months. I mean, Atletico Madrid must be pissing themselves. <laughs> you can't even get in their team, but j- and they've just funded Atletico Madrid's like you know, probably half their wage bill. Yeah, you know, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't want
0: to focus too much on Chelsea, but they Obviously, are um, yeah. they're struggling a little bit, though, aren't they? I I, I think it maybe uh, Potter's been off more than he can chew at that club. I think.
1: Um, I think the issue is is the expectation at Chelsea. It, me and you touched on it before about. Roman Abramovich brought in this thing at Chelsea, which is, if you don't hit the ground running, you're gone. Like, if I appoint you and you don't come in and immediately have an impact, I'm, you know, I'm not having it. I will fire you. I will sack you. I will sell you. I will sign you for 50 million, give you 10 games, and then sell you for a fiver, because I don't care about the money. Now, that attitude did drive them to success. You know, it really did, because it's from the top down, driven them. But, I think right now they're a little lost. Yeah. I think this American guy's come in and he's throwing money, definitely. But I don't think there's anyone there guiding him necessarily in the right directions. I don't think Graham Potter is used to some of the egos he's now dealing with. Yeah, completely different which Brian, is Which it? is an adjustment. Yeah. And I don't think he's used to the fan base. I mean, it Brighton, he had to win that fan base over. But once he did, the Brighton fans... You know, worship yeah, the they guy him, because yeah. he did a phenomenal job. Now at Chelsea, if they give him enough time, he will develop his style and he will get a team playing a great brand of football. And I think they'll be successful because he'll have the money to buy the better players to fit his style and his system to to kick on. Mm. The issue is is how long do they wait because the Chelsea fan base is used to. This isn't working, fire him, yeah. buy us, yep. you know, bring us in Jose again. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're just used to that. Yeah. So when do they turn toxic? When do they lose it with the new regime? Mm. And do the new regime have the balls to go, no, we're, this is different. You've got to, you've got to be patient. we got to build. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah, you're right. I have
1: no idea. I mean, personally, I just want it all to go wrong. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the thing that I quite like, grandpa, So when he went there, I was like, "Ah, why? Why did you do it?" Yeah, I mean, and then I, I... then I screamed Potter like I was Voldemort. <laughs> there's a niche. There's a niche reference. Oh dear! Don't yeah. Anyway, so. That that's it, mate. I don't think I've got anything else to say. This is my last ever show in my thirties.
0: Oh mate. how does it feel? Um, See, see, I I was, I, I did when we when we started doing our podcast. How long have we been doing it for? It was in twenty eighteen. It started, wasn't it? In the World uh, Cup.
1: It was twenty eighteen World Cup. Yeah,
0: so five years ago. So I was, I was, I was thirty nine when we started doing it. Yeah. And I just, mate, it just, where does it, where does it go? Where does time go? You're going to be in the forties club, mate. In a week, our next podcast, we're both going to be forty, men in our forties. Yeah, we are, yeah
1: Yeah. Um I'll have a flat cap. Um, I'll have a comfortable chair. Might find myself a whippet. I'm not quite sure what that is. I don't think it's a lady in leather, which is very disappointing. Yeah. Um I yeah, it's my last show in my thirties and I, I'm gonna announce something live now which is gonna shock you. Okay. Um which is possibly gonna upset a lot of people, but uh, probably not everyone. But it's probably this is going to be my last season doing the Spurs News podcast. Are you kidding? How come? I have reached a point where through health, through life, through everything, where I have got to try and prioritise time and what I'm doing. And for whatever reason, supporting this club and running Facebook pages, Twitter accounts tiktok accounts which got banned by the way our tiktok account's gone anyone who followed us on tiktok i'm sorry i woke up this morning with a banned message apparently <laughs> <It's laughs> so we posted a TikTok gareth bale guy. posted a gareth bale compilation and i think the premier league went no and that's it we're gone so, so i'm weird. not doing that again yeah. but anyway um i, I think i've just I, i've re- it's been a while like last season we talked about it off air quite a lot and and I've just made the decision that I want all of this to go on. Like, I desperately want all of this to go on without me. So I'm not just saying bye. <laughs> but uh, I think unless, unless something drastic changes, like Harry Kane signs a new deal, Conte signs a new deal, Pochettino becomes the new chairman of the club under Saudi investment, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, yeah. unless something kind of crazy happens... Uh, I think I just need to get away because I'm like when I'm doing the game updates and everything, I have to watch every minute. Now years ago, if I'm feeling angry and depressed, I turn it off. Like I like you look at a game sometimes. You go, "We're never gonna win this." All I'm doing is getting angry and annoyed, and it's affecting me like every day. And we're playing two games a week on a regular basis. I just need to step away from it. I think I just need to go. Do you know what? Enough.
0: Yeah, I I, I understand. I I think um, I think for me um, I I find because obviously we, you know, I I do I do the the you know podcast with you and uh, yeah, I, I do the you know I post on the, on the on the on the on our website and I know you're far more involved with with the Facebook side of it and the, and the other yeah. side, you know the. Uh, and Twitter, and obviously uh, Laura does the Instagram. But yeah. I, I've, and I've probably said this before, but I, I, uh, I feel like um, because because we we the level that we go to, we have analysing, and we have to, like, you know, when we do the podcast, I know, yeah. you know, we we don't get over it analytical, do we? But at the same time, we're talking about it, we're analysing the game, we're, you know, and it yeah. and it almost um, it takes away a bit of the kind of. Um, I don't know the fun. fun. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. use the word fun because I like doing this. I like doing this no, podcast. It, I do like doing it's, it.
1: It's not. It's not slating it, and it's not wanting to sound like I'm ungrateful for the audience or anything like that. But when you, it's like anything in your life. You think about something you enjoy doing. Now imagine someone makes you do it. Okay, not sex. I know all of your heads went there, you horrible <laughs> buggers. But just, just think about it. all of a sudden. Like I remember when I was a kid. Playing rugby for me was just joy. I used to love it. I used to practice everything every single day. When I got scouted and teams wanted to sign me, I was a teenager. All of a sudden, a few people around me wanted to get heavily involved. All of a sudden, it was, you know, maybe pound signs in their eyes. I don't know. But all of a sudden, it was, oh, you should be running every day. You should be swimming every day. You should do this every day. Now, the irony is I was doing those things. But once someone told me I had to be doing it, all the fun went. Yeah. Like all of the joy, all of the bits about training and playing rugby that I enjoyed vanished from me because someone was making me do it. And when that went, I got injured and I I say this to everybody, I could have fixed that. I could have rehabbed that, but I literally took it as my off-ramp. I went, oh no, there goes my career opportunity Oh look, girls. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I was a teenager and boom, that was it, that was the end of it. As an adult, I look back and I go, I I would have been fine. I needed maybe a month not doing anything, two months hard physio, I'd have been back better. But I I hated the position I was in with that. And it's getting to the point where like I'm watching games and stuff and I'm doing it and I'm like, I need a break from this. And and I say <laughs> See, it's going to sound like oh this, this is this is getting deep now but like I say in our chat sometimes anyone else fancy doing the game updates and you're like well I'm there so I can mm. uh, Laura you know very busy woman working for our health service and Dan's just such a lazy asshole <laughs> that he won't do anything so like I'm begging him like it's my birthday on Sunday and I don't want to do the coverage and I'm like I'm like begging the guy and he still hasn't said yes <laughs> <sighs> such an ass yeah I, <laughs> I think it's i think it's the northern in it it's he's the, such a tight ass i think he's waiting for me to pay him <laughs> but anyway <laughs> um do you know do you know like, me and, me and... maybe maybe we should recruit more people maybe that's a solution
0: yeah i i i don't look i hope you i hope your <laughs> your, your mind's not completely made up if it is then I'll, i'm going to completely respect that but yeah. I, i've i've gone through different um emotions really with with Look, I, I don't want any, I don't want anyone listening to think that I, I don't enjoy doing this because I really do. And do you no, know what? No, at any opportunity, I, you know, I I was I had a um I, I had a an, a, an exam. I, I've been basically training to be to be an assessor at work, and I had a final exam uh, on Monday just gone. And a part of it was you had to have a thirty minute professional conversation with the assessor, and she said, "Do you mind if I record it?" And I was like. Course, I don't mind. I was like, I've been doing a podcast for the last five years. Like, you know, I'm like, this to me, you, you record, record me, and it's like, it just comes natural to me, you know, and I actually like when i when i say it out loud that i do a podcast that's that you know don't get me wrong i know we're not joe rogan (laughs) successful but i I still feel like you know we get a lot of positive feedback from from our listeners and you know i I know i've said i know i've mentioned this before but the one i love and i will always mention to kind of give people a sign of how it's like this is so weird what we do is the one where the, the guy when we when me and you were both unwell and the guy was like oh i was on holiday and i was planning on listening to your podcast on the flight home yeah. I'm like, you planned your flight around listening to me and yeah, Sam? Like, well, yeah, but
1: you bastards where were you yeah, <laughs> yeah. no of course and, um, but, but i've I had, you... I have had
0: moments where i'm like i can't do this anymore i'm fed up with it but yeah. i just feel like i would regret it i would and i'm not trying to change your mind or like you know just no. but it's just i'm thinking out loud but
1: there are there are some really really kind people who message in um recently me and you were talking about the Facebook comments and stuff, and someone who's never messaged him before took it upon themselves to the message and say, hey guys, you sounded a little bit down talking about that, so I thought I'd just say how much I enjoy the show. It meant, meant the world to me, and I, I think I saw you reply to it first. Yeah. It was just like, thanks, that, that really you know that really helps. But what I will say is, is for every comment like that, we get 20 corners every name under the sun. Now, that is the nature of social media of putting yourself out there and putting opinions out there. And I'm fairly thick-skinned. Some call it fat. I'm (laughs) calling it (laughs) thick-skinned. But I I am okay. You know, I, I, I don't take all of it to heart. But I think, like you said, we've been doing this for like five years. Every single show is an hour of recording plus, an hour of editing. I know it doesn't sound like it, but I do. I do try and edit it, I promise. Um, you're talking two to three hours for me to put it together. And then when I put it out there and you just start seeing the messages come through of, Oh, I can't believe you said this, you dickhead. Or, Oh my God, you couldn't be more wrong because, you know, after so much, after so much, it does get, you know, like none of it I take personally, even when they are pre-personal it does just get tiring. Yeah. You know, and like when I uh, stuff for Facebook, our Facebook page had a minimum of four posts a day, every day, because I would go finding Tottenham stories, whether it's about our players, the Academy, Tottenham women, I would hunt that. And it would take me time. It would take me hours out of my day to find all of this and put it there free for everyone to read. The reason why that is slowed to practically their page now has nothing on it. Sometimes is because for all that effort, my reward is fuck off, who cares? Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: uh, Well, that's not a trophy. Mm. Oh, you know, I post something like, Tottenham women have now signed this player, it's going to be great for them. Like, And I put this together, I'm really happy about it because I found that story ahead of anyone else knowing about it because it came from a really reliable journalist for women's football. So I was delighted, I posted it, Absolutely ripped apart, mm. and it's it's really disheartening. Yeah. It's really kind of like, well, why am I doing it then? Yeah. You know, it used to be fun. This used to be a community where you'd post stuff, and yeah, I I'm happy to debate stuff backwards and forwards, but it's just abuse. It's not even a debate. It's not like a kind of. You know, one of my pet hates is when people say, yeah, well, you're wrong, fact. And you're like, mm, is it a fact, though? <laughs> yeah,
0: I love that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, you know, we, we, we all, we've all got, you know, I know we always, you always say, you know, opinions like ours, because everyone's got one. But I think, for <laughs> me, it's, I get frustrated when people regard their opinions as fact. And it's like, it's yeah. just an opinion, mate. You know, like... Without without it being backed up, anyone can claim anything. Like I can put on on Facebook, I can fly, you know. And then someone's yeah. No, you can't. Yes, I can. You know, don't don't yeah. argue. How dare you doubt? You know, it's like unless you can yeah. back it out with something, mate. It's just you're just you just spouting rubbish, you know. And and yeah. I, you see it all the time. And and I think and I, and I get I know I know over the years that you've wanted uh, us to get more involved because you've been I know you've been carrying the can by yourself i appreciate that hmm. but it, it, i think it is and i know i mentioned this at the beginning of the of the uh uh, uh podcast when i was yeah. you know talking about mental health but I, I feel like look mate if you if you're if you're at a point where your mental health is 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 is, is being a- affected so much by it then look that's the, the you you've got to focus on yourself mate we've all got to focus oh, this, on our own this mental is becoming health,
1: a you know. sound therapy session. <laughs> <last laughs> we've done loads of like uh, therapy sessions for Tottenham fan. This is this is now. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm about to have my midlife crisis. Maybe I need to buy a sports car. Yeah, and a it's it's got to be convertible.
0: Right. I, I'd I'd like to. If anyone that is um that is listening, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Especially if you're on Facebook as well. I'm like you know we're all busy. And I appreciate that. But if you if you can take the time out to just kind of. Uh, just give us your opinion on, on things like, you yeah. know, because I, 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 I yeah. know that you was talking about the, the, uh, the, the, the message we got. And I'm really sorry that I can't remember yeah. her name, but she, it was really lovely. Like she said that she, she found us in, I think March last year and she's been listening to every show since. And honestly, it was such a lovely, positive uh, message. And, and it wasn't like a, a quick two couple of sentences. She put a whole like, you know, she spent a lot of time writing that message out, which she didn't have to do, you know? Yeah. And and it and, yeah, and it and, uh, and it really. My name was Amy. There we go, so, Amy. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Amy, for that because it, it was really nice. It was really nice to read, you know, because, um, like you know, I'm I'm kind of like talking about my you know my side of it, but I know from from your point of view, like you say, you're the one that's that that puts it all together. You're the one that takes a time out, you know, and I just you just Skype me and. <laughs> and I hit record, and then an hour later, I send you the recording. That's me done, you know? So I and do... then say, when's it out? Yeah, when's it out? <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah, I, I get where you're coming from. And, and at the
1: end of the uh, day... I just, yeah. I'm probably just tired. We're recording in the evening. Yeah. I've been drinking. Give me <laughs> yeah. Since we started... Put uh, that JD down and think Jack about this it this in the morning. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's a bottle of Jack. I'll be fine. Uh, yeah, no, I... I've oh, wow, I, I really... Yeah, I didn't mean to do this. Um so look, apologies. This has been a bit of a, a downer. I didn't mean it to be. Um but I I just yeah, I'm I'm tired, I think. I think the, the relentless spewing of abuse. Like like if you get like these nice messages and I interact with people, like even the messages are like, Oh, you said this, I don't really agree with it because of this, I'm fine with that. Like that's fine, like I love that. That's that's great, that's debate, that's discussion, that's polite, that's that's fine. But like the straight up hatred, like I get, like I get hatred because I talk about the fact that I used to play rugby. Well, what do you know about football? You egg chasing moron. Mm. I mean, what? Really? (laughs) You can't, you can't know about both. I want to fucking shock people. I know about cricket too. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Oh. Tiddly winks. I'm a fucking king, mate. I I
0: just I just um, it's it's it, I think the problem is and and we've talked talked it to death. I think over the over the years with social media, but yeah, it's just the fact that people have got this. They've they've got this. Um, uh, what's the best way to describe it? They they you know what what they say to you on social media. Never in a million years would they say to you in the street. And no, and it's this sense no. of confidence, and, and 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 I'm not even going to, can I say the word anonymity. It's the anonymity as well that you can be abusive you said to that someone
1: beautifully, my friend. Yeah,
0: thank you. Yeah, uh, and, that's uh, one of
1: those words where I said anonymity. Yeah, I was anonymity. to say. It, I think that was that was anonymity. my
0: that was me proving that I've not been on the Jack Daniels this evening. No, no, <laughs> no well done. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and, and it gives people license, and it gives them the courage to kind of say things that. Yeah. It, it brings out the worst in people, and, and it, it brings does, out the best. Sure. Like, so like Amy, for example, it, it also brings out the best in people. But unfortunately, for others, it brings out the worst. And yeah. you know, like when you're constantly getting embarrassed with it, like it's like you so say you are. In the end, you're like, for my own mental health,
1: it, I, it I is gone. that yeah. it is it is just the kind of. I, I'm sort of—I feel myself sort of moving further, further away from doing it all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, of course. And it's uh, just like yeah. yeah, because it's like where, where's the, and it's not like oh, thank you for doing this. That's not what I'm after. No, it's kind of like just just the kind of I don't know, really, just just an acknowledgement of oh, that was interesting. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Or, yeah, that was a good opinion. Or no, I don't agree with that because of this. That's all fine. I I get involved in that. Yeah. But yeah you yeah, like you think about long like, when we started when you first joined and we were just doing the facebook page me and you used to be in the comments for practically every oh, post oh yeah yeah and we'd be talking to people going backwards and forwards constantly yep yep when was the last time
0: it's just you did it's that, got you so think? nasty and and just yeah. a horrible place to be isn't it?
1: it it's awful i i can't do it because like on my phone i'd have a notification that if i if i go into the comments even just a post like uh, this is our opposition team. Boom. My notifications go nuts. Mm-hmm. Because everyone's like, oh, what about this? Um, oh. yeah. I can't. I just can't do it. Right. But anyway, so so that that's my plan at the moment. We shall see. I will make sure the, the show shall rock on regardless. But that has been our show for this week. The last one of my 30s. I'm going to go cry in a corner. <laughs> Matt will be here to drag me forward into my 40s and Tell me all about how I can enjoy that because he's doing a great job. Thanks, and, you know, he looks better than ever. So hopefully, <laughs> I'll have some of that in my forties yeah. as well. I hope everyone is keeping well. You all look after yourselves. Get in touch. You can get in touch via any of our socials, except for TikTok, which has been banned. Uh, But you can find us on Facebook, uh, Instagram via wonderful Laura. You can find us on... um, You can go direct via our website, by the way. You can go to Matt. You can email us directly from Matt at spursnews.co.uk, Sam at spursnews.co.uk. You can message via certain apps that you listen to. I know some of you do that. But yeah, anywhere you want to get in touch, feel free. We will be back next week to discuss a crushing victory in the North London Derby. (laughs) I'm going to talk about all the new toys I got for my birthday. But until then, everybody, you all take care. Take care, mate. Thank you for listening to the Spurs News Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed the show. Stay up to date with all things Tottenham. Follow us. On social media. All links are in the podcast description.